0: Hey, Emmy, can you say, this is dinner for dessert?
1: This is dinner for
2: dessert.
0: Close enough. Hey, Jonesy. Hey, Pomp. How are things? Things are wonderful. Um, something's different tonight. Something just feels a little strange. It's Halloween Eve. It is.
2: Is tonight All Hallows Eve? It's All Hallows Eve Eve. When when is All Hallows actual Eve? Tomorrow. And then All
0: Hallows Day is uh, November 1st. Is that how it works? I think so. What the hell is a hallow, by the way? I don't know. Does it mean it's like there's nothing inside of it? I think that's a hollow with an O. They're different, I think so. Halloween would be a great holiday that we could create though. It'll just be all things that have holes in them. like Halloween. yeah, we could do uh, eat donuts all day. Mm-hmm. Um, we could celebrate my brain. Oh, that's not that's not true. Oh thank you. Oh that's very sweet of you. Jones, you want to know something crazy? What's up? Over the last I would say three weeks. The amount of people that I've seen uh, or talked to through text or whatever that are fans of the show that have told me that you don't talk enough on the show and we need more Jones on the show, it, was, it has been an unprecedented amount of people, like nonstop, just like, dude, you guys don't talk to Jones enough on the show. I'm like, Jones doesn't like to talk that much, man. Don't blame it on me. Like, you always talk over him. I get a lot of crap for this. You know that, Jones?
2: It's not so much that. The people out there have to understand, right? If you order a steak at the steakhouse and you want to put a little salt on it, I'm the salt.
0: Right? You're the seasoning. You're yeah. the
2: accoutrement. Like too much of me makes the, makes the steak bad.
0: I don't, I don't agree. I know what you're saying. I think that um, you are the perfect complement to the overly talkative pomp. And uh, somewhat talkative, Eric. So if all three of us talked as much as I talk, (laughs) it would be... This would be a three-hour long show. It'd be mass hysteria. (laughs) So as I'm getting all this feedback that I should shut up and talk less and you need to talk more, um, Eric decides he has to pick up an overtime shift. So now it's just uh, me and you tonight. And now you get to do uh, at least 50% of the talking. How do you feel about
2: that i'm I'm very scared for the audience that's about to hear whatever goes down. We haven't done just a me and you show in a really long time.
0: Last time we did it, we just talked about like the origins of the universe. We got super into science. there was zero humor. yeah, there was like a
2: sitar playing the entire time.
0: <laughs> we meditated like yeah. we literally meditated during the show for about fifteen minutes. It was just silence and you could all you could hear is this a sound of like one of those like gong things. I don't know what it's called when you go, boom, boom.
2: What are oh, those like a, called again? Like a, oh man, that's right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, like a water bell or something like, I think they call. A hippie symbol? A hippie symbol, yeah. I think they call, they call them hippie symbols. Oh uh, Yeah. So,
0: last to, since the last time we did a show, so many things have happened. I don't even know where to begin, but I'm gonna just go down a list of, of notes I've taken for myself.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing your notes here, and I don't know what any of this means. So lay it on me, and I'll, uh, I guess I'll comment.
0: All right. So the first thing is, me and my aunt, my aunt Jerry, were hanging out at a wedding a couple weeks ago up in Boston, and she was talking about how she likes to make little bite-sized versions of food, like, and she was like, you know, I like to do, like bacon, egg, and cheese, but instead of putting it like on a on a roll, I like to put it on like tiny little crackers. And like, I'll make like nine little bacon, egg and cheese, like one biters. And I was like, that's weird. However, you didn't just spark a great idea in my head. What if we made breakfast sushi? And she's like, what do you mean breakfast sushi? I'm like, what if you took bacon, egg and cheese and like r- r- wrapped it up into like a little roll and then you, and you could eat it with chopsticks?
2: Like with like nori paper? Yeah. Or, or with rice?
0: Well, yeah, you could do rice, but like you could also like use the bacon as the as the the roll. You know what I'm saying?
2: If everyone can see the face I'm making, it's like the Robert De Niro, like hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I like that idea, man. So I want to start
0: a breakfast sushi place, and That'd I want be about it. I want you to be part of it with me.
2: You'd already have like avocado. That's a good breakfast food for most people these days. Yep. Right. That's already in sushi. Put chorizo, maybe little pieces of chorizo in there. Yeah, like like sausage, like breakfast sausage.
0: Yeah, um, you could do eggs. You could do egg whites for the people who are you know health conscious. Yeah, people love spinach. You can use
2: that instead of seaweed. Yeah, see, it's a good idea, right? Breakfast sushi. I'm also I'm on the kind of tip now where like I don't like eating like a large portion of food anymore. Right, like if I go to a restaurant and they give me like this monster plate like i never get through it number one i never even like get through the leftovers like you're telling me that i gotta eat like four meals worth of like rigatoni i can't do it i agree i think that's why breakfast sushi would be such a good idea because
0: also i don't know about you but i like uh the variety pack of life you know what i mean i might want to have like five different types of breakfast all at once but i don't want to order five breakfasts i just want like bite-sized versions of each so you could order like a variety platter of breakfast sushis. You know what I mean? You could get, like, a couple of uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses, and you could get a couple of sausage, egg, and cheeses. Then you could do, like, uh, the chorizo version. You know, you could have, like, a a chipotle, like, spicy breakfast sushi. You could do one that's, like, wrapped in, like, waffle batter. Oh, yeah. You could do – yeah, it doesn't just have to be bacon, egg, and cheese. It could also be, to your point, yeah, waffles, uh, French toast, um – what other breakfast oh you could make a cereal one maybe Pancakes, yeah oh yeah pancakes you could do like a, a cereal one i think if you like bro like say you took like i don't know i'm um, like some sort of like marshmallowy kind of consistency food and then rolled it around in like broken up captain crunch
2: i was just gonna say that like some crazy person is gonna want like a rice crispy infused like outer shell
0: yeah i think it could happen it could, uh. That's like breakfast sushi dessert, you know what I mean? Like a Rice Krispie treat, except in sushi form. You can fill them with fruit. Oh, yeah. You can make like a little, a little fruit platter version. You can make uh, like a cottage cheese. I know it sounds gross to some people, but like, or yogurt maybe,
2: yogurt filled. Yeah, man. Or you could use yogurt as your dipping sauce. I'm not going to do it, but I feel like if I Googled this, this exists already because it's too good of an idea. Don't Google it. I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Right now I want to pretend it's like we're the only people that ever thought of it. And if it does exist and I go to it, I'm going to be simultaneously ecstatic because this is dope and it exists. And also like, oh man, like we missed it. Yeah. Well, it's so hard in 2023 to like have like original idea. What would we name it? Like what would we name the place? Jeremy.
0: Jeremy? Like Jeremy. Like Jeremy, but just say Jeremy. Yeah. It's like an adorable name. Jeremy is an adorable name. Should I ask um, uh, AI
2: to name it for us? Yes, definitely ask AI. All right. What should I say? Name our tapas from breakfast food place. Uh, Or like a breakfast sushi place. Like a breakfast uh, restaurant name. All right. I'm typing it in.
0: Here we go. Give me names for a breakfast sushi restaurant. You ready? Yeah. Oh, this, one, this is pretty good, actually. Sunrise sushi. Okay. That's pretty good. Morning maki. Okay. Rise and roll. <laughs> this this might this one might be my favorite. Wake up and wasabi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's that might be the winner. Um, eggs and edamame. Sushi scramble. Salmon and scones breakfast burrito rolls eggs benedict nigiri avocado toast maki french toast hand rolls breakfast bowls sushi for breakfast brunch and sushi dinner for dessert the last one i made
2: up Oh, i was gonna say there's no way (laughs) you imagine that (laughs) that would be unbelievable so i think we should go with wake up and wasabi yeah that's mine or the the edamame one is good too
0: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna copy this Uh, this might be the name of the episode today Awesome. All right. So we're gonna do that. That's a big deal. All right. You wanna hear some other stuff that happened to me today? Yeah, what else? In the last couple of weeks? Alright. So I was driving up to this same wedding in Boston, right? And my car has like autopilot or whatever, mm. self driving. So the Tesla, right? Yeah, and me and my brother, my wife and his wife, the four of us are in the car driving up, and I was showing them like how the self driving works and they're like isn't it like scary isn't it dangerous and i was like well let's put it this way like regular human drivers are pretty dangerous like there's so many car accidents every day like i would say this is probably less risky i'm not going to say that it's not it's perfect like yeah for sure these things crash but um you know regular drivers are terrible like sometimes terrible and as mm. i'm saying this a guy in front of us is driving like an idiot like swerving in and out of lanes and i'm like Case in point, look at this jerk over here. And as he's swerving into the lanes, like he's coming, like he's like dipping in and out of lanes. I'm like, look how close he just came to clipping that person. Like, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. That's why, you know, I think it's probably safer to to use self-driving. And as I'm saying this, literally as I'm saying this, he swerves again, like he, into another lane, clips the back of someone else's car. Both cars go flying off the road, like like spinning like, like spinning, spinning off the road. Yeah. And we drive by and I'm like, see my point exactly. (laughs) And then we just kept driving. So what
2: do you think about that? Some of those guys, depending on where you were, right? Um, Some of those guys do a thing where they, they live stream that onto either Twitch or YouTube or whatever. And they make like a thing out of it. Like some of those guys make money by like the more daring they are with the moves that they make in their car, the more people will tip them. That's so a, you think he did that on purpose? Like maybe
0: not, no, maybe no. not crash on purpose, but no. the way he, he
2: was driving? He was driving like that definitely on purpose. Whether it was to make a video, like there's no there's no reason to drive like that if other people can't see you, right? And if you were seeing what he was doing, like there weren't even logical steps to like get
0: ahead in traffic. Yeah. Like he was just switching lanes just for the sake of switching lanes. Like he wasn't it was very strange. And that like it it did look like he was like almost like begging to get into an
2: accident. Yeah. The other thing, too, that people do is, like, that's, like, a drugs or drunk thing. You know, like, people that are, like, super-duper high will do that, like, just because they don't realize what they're doing.
0: Yeah. It was, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, though, on the hutch going upstate. Like, I don't know. Maybe he was doing drugs, but I don't know. But the point being, one, what a coincidence that I'm in the middle of talking about, you know, like, the safety of self-driving versus human drivers, and that happens right in front of me. And two... Is it weird that I didn't even, like, I had, like, zero, like, f-
2: emotional Oh, well, uh, the, first thing in, the first thing in my head was, like, oh, and you didn't, like, want to pull over and stop and see if they were okay? And then I'm, like, no. oh, no, I'm talking to Chris right now. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> like, I felt nothing, Jones. Yeah.
0: No, no. In all, in all honesty, I dro- when we drove by, I made, like, clear eye contact with the people in the car that got hit. And they were totally fine. And they were just like more annoyed looking. They yeah. were like, I can't believe what the hell just happened to us. Yeah. And the guy who did it, like flew off the highway. I don't know where he went, but I don't care what happens to him. He deserves it. <laughs> so when I saw that they were totally fine and their car wasn't really that bad, it was like, it was, it was crazier looking because the car spun out, but the actual damage to the car wasn't bad. Cause it, it basically like he, he accidentally did what cops do to like,
2: yeah, the pit, pit maneuver.
0: The yeah. pit maneuver. He basically did a pit maneuver by accident. And like so the car was fine, the people were fine. So that's why we didn't stop. But I had zero like reaction. Like my heart rate didn't raise. I wasn't like, holy crap. I was just like, and there you go. And that's what that's what I mean. Is that weird? Should I be concerned for my uh am I a psychopath? No,
2: really it's on the moment. It's a moment a moment thing. I felt like I was like, wow, I'm really calm under pressure. <laughs> I
0: felt nothing. I was like, wow, that was crazy.
2: Like to me like if I see something like that and I'm I'm in a position to do something and I know that something was bad. Like if someone like flat out drives headfirst into a pole and airbags deploy and I'm I'm gonna probably stop and see what they're doing. If I see it in my rear view, I mean good luck. Yeah. For the record, I have stopped. Like one time I think I've
0: told the story on the air, I'm not sure, but I had another scenario where I was driving to work years and years ago, and it was around a turn um, on the north shore of Long Island, a, a road called Jericho Turnpike. There's like this like curve around to the left. I'm in the middle lane, and the person in the left lane just doesn't turn with the turn. They just keep going straight as everyone else is going left. So I have to slam on my brakes so they don't hit into me. They fly across the three lanes, and then off the road and then just go flying like full speed into the woods. There happened to be woods right there. And then just like disappear into the woods. And you see all like the, the trees like shaking. I was like, oh, Lord, that person's dead. So I pulled over immediately and I ran like a quarter of a mile into the woods to get up to the car. I have to say when I got to the car, I froze for a hot second. Because I was like, when, when I got there, the airbag was deployed. The windshield wipers, like the front and back windshield wipers, because it was an SUV, were both going. There was smoke coming out of the front, and a tree was on top of the car. Like it yeah. was, like it looked like a like a scene out of like Jurassic Park. And I was like, I'm about to see a dead body. I don't know if I'm ready for this. So I did freeze. I have to. I have to be honest with with the audience. I froze for a good like five seconds and just like stood there. I'm like. I need to mentally prepare to see like a decapitated body right now. Um, so I, I walk up to the window. I look into the, into the uh, driver's side window. And there's a woman like face into the steering wheel, blood everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, she's dead. There's a dead person right there. So I knock on the window. Nothing at first. Knock again. And all of a sudden, like out of a horror movie, she like pops her head up. And like, it's like, like if it was a movie, it would make that noise, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. The jump scare. But like in real life, there's no such thing as that. So um, she just looks up at me and I was like, are you okay? And she's like, who are you? I'm like, are you okay? You've been in an accident. she's like, what? I was like, oh my God, <laughs> she's so out of it right now. So, I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get help. And I run back and there's like a tow truck driver happened to see it too and he pulled over and he's like, I called 911 already. They'll be here any second. Ambulance comes. They run in there. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. My work here's done and I went to work. And that was that. And that's my story. I don't know if she's dead or not. I think she's survived. I could find out for you. Yeah, it was like 2007 though. It's a long time ago.
2: Uh, the the records are worked online. I can okay. find out.
0: Jericho Turnpike 2007 she was probably like 25 blonde
2: either ditzy or concussed i don't know she was either really dumb or really concussed i think there was only like one or two car accidents on that road that year so i can find out let's find it let's find out let's see if she survived
0: but i i needed to tell that story to prove like i would stop if it was for real these people were fine. So they were totally fine. It was like a <laughs> fender bender. It just looked awesome because they went fly, they went spinning and flying yeah. out of the, off the road.
2: Plus you were on your way somewhere.
0: Yeah, I had places to be. Yeah. And I had to prove that self-driving was, was safe. Yeah, you got to make a good time. <laughs> exactly. So that happened. Um, All right. You want to hear some other stuff that happened? Yeah, what else you got? <sighs> I'm going to blow up my brother Frank's spot right now because I, I need you to weigh in on on this with me. Sure so that I'm not crazy. So, we're going to this wedding in Boston, right? It's a logistical scenario, so you gotta think of all the logistics. You have to you know, absorb, soak in all the logistics here. You ready? There's a wedding in Boston, which is like five and a half hour drive away, maybe six hours. My brother Frank, after the wedding, has to go to, um, I, I think, New Orleans for work, right? Mm-hmm. So we're out the week before this Boston wedding. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to drive up all the way to Boston, then drive all the way home, and then get to LaGuardia and then fly to New Orleans. I was like, oh, man, that's a lot of driving and flying and all that stuff. That's like a, that's a lot. Why don't you just fly out of Boston Airport to New Orleans? Like, Why would you come all the way home just to go to LaGuardia when you could just go to like Logan Airport in Boston? He's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I was like... You guys can drive up with us, right? I'll drive. You guys, you guys come with us. After the wedding, you go to Logan Airport, fly to New Orleans for work, and your wife will come back in the car with us and we'll drive her home. So you don't even have to worry about your car and, and, and your wife um, you know, having to drive home by herself. He said, great idea, awesome. So we drive up, see the car accident, self-driving car, All that stuff happens. We go to the wedding, have a blast. And then next morning, I'm like, do you need me to drive you to the airport? He's like, yeah. Um, I was like, okay, what time do you need to go? He's like, well, it's probably going to be like, what, what five more hours back. And then I figure I have to check in an hour. I'm like, five hours? No. I'm like, Frank, I'm taking you to Logan, right? Or you're going to Uber to Logan Airport? He's like, no, I'm flying out of LaGuardia. I'm like, Frank. The entire reason i drove you up here is so that you could fly out of logan when when were you gonna tell me that you're not flying out of logan airport he's like oh yeah i just didn't want to change my flight i feel like it was gonna be too much of a hassle i'm like wait then why did i drive you here wasn't that the entire point of this and he did not think this was crazy he thought this was completely normal so then i had to drive him home drop him off at LaGuardia airport after like five and a half, imagine a five and a half hour drive home from Boston and then like the traffic of LaGuardia and then from LaGuardia driving then his wife home and then me and my wife home.
2: Yeah. That, and anybody who doesn't know this, that's like, that's the last place that I want to drop a person off
0: at the end of a five and a half yeah. hour drive.
2: Like LaGuardia airport is the same as like, if somebody said I need a ride to Indianapolis, Indiana, I'd be like, cool, let's do it. If somebody said I have to go to LaGuardia, I'd be like, ah, super van goes there. It's like 60 bucks. Yeah, exactly. You should just call a lift, man. Yeah. Because not for nothing. That's, that's a whole nother can of worms. What, I don't understand. Uh, so he had plane tickets already is what I'm guessing, right? Yeah, but he had a week. This, we talked about this a full week before. Oh, so he
0: had plenty of time. He had an entire week to change his flight. I don't understand. And it's a work you, trip, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. See, yeah. Oh, I do interrupt you. No, no, I just,
2: no. That, you had to interrupt there.
0: Uh, so, when I say work trip, the reason I yeah. say that is like whatever cost to change the flight, you can expense. Yeah. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? It's like it's not like he would personally have to pay out of pocket to change his flight.
2: Was it on him to make the travel arrangements, or is it like something that work takes care of for him?
0: It would be up to him. Like he would call. What he would do is go into the app. For the airline, yeah. changes flight, and it would say, "Oh, this is going to be a change fee of whatever." And by the way, even that, I was like, "Hey, why didn't you change it? Like, is it because of the change fee? Because your your company, you can expense it to your company." And he's like, "Oh, well, actually, I have like uh, frequent flyer status, so I can change flights for free." I'm like, <laughs> "You
2: gotta be kidding me, right now?" So. Dude, and it's not even like Logan Airport's a bad airport. Like it's 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 pro. It's pro level. It's pro level airport. You know, it's it's not, international. It's not MacArthur. It's not like some it's not Wings. It's, it's not like <laughs> it's not like Lowell's working on the planes at Wings. Like it's a real place. It's it's international, you know? Yeah. Uh yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Crazy. That's now,
0: kinda crazy. I wanna say, and Frank, if you're out there, one, I love you. Two I had a blast in the car ride up and back, so I really enjoyed their company. I loved having them in the car; it made for a, a pleasurable travel experience. So that that is not my beef, and I'm not complaining in any way. I'm just confused. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, you could have taken that five hours and done anything. Yeah, anything. Like if somebody told me, like, "Hey, I'm going to give you a ride to this city where we're going to go do our thing," and then you said you know uh, we're going to leave and then you can take your flight whenever you're going to take it like that you're in Boston like there's so many things to do exactly like if you had to stick around for like two hours or so before your flight there's so many like even if that's not the case like you can still go to a major airport and not have to be in the car for five and a half or six hours sitting in traffic going to another major city
0: crazy right and
2: Here's the thing. The thing that's
0: crazy to me is like they were planning on driving themselves and we were planning on driving ourselves. And then we switched that plan based on the fact that he was going to fly out of Logan. Yeah. So the entire time we're driving up, we're at the wedding. We are under this false pretense that he's flying out of Logan Airport. It was like the whole thing was just like so radical to me. And um, okay, I'll say one beef that I have with it that was a little bit of an inconvenience. Now I'm racing against the clock the entire drive home from Boston to get him back to get him the- to get him to LaGuardia on time. Yeah. So we're like watching the clock, like, oh man, it's cutting it close, cutting it close. Uh oh, traffic on the hutch. Uh oh, all that stress, and we couldn't, um, like we could have just like spent the day in Boston if we if if we didn't have to drive into LaGuardia. Yeah. Like me, my because- wife, and his wife could have the three of us could have like gone
2: sightseeing in Boston. Yeah, but you could taken have taken a detour somewhere else or you know, you could have gone a rolling roaster or, yeah, or, we, <laughs> yeah, we could we, yeah, we could have stopped at
0: Rolling Roaster in Brooklyn for, you know, for some roast beef sandwiches. Um, but we couldn't do
2: that. You could have stopped off in Philadelphia, made it like a really thing, like a I, big thing. Yeah, got to get some cheesesteaks from seven eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's so that's, that happened. I I can't just can't imagine like why you wouldn't pick the phone up. And just be like, all right, I'll set on hold for a minute. And if I really can't change the flight, then I can't change the flight. Like yeah. if every flight's full and I just logistically doesn't make it, then you could be like, all right, I tried, didn't work, Say levy. I like to believe that the reason
0: he didn't change it is because he enjoys my company that much that he's like, oh, man, I just want to spend an extra six hours in the car talking to my brother. But, not, for uh, nothing,
2: not for nothing. I really do enjoy your brother's company.
0: Like that wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, he's definitely my second favorite brother. Like that's he's like top two brothers. Yes. I'm just kidding. No, I love both my brothers the same. You guys are equal. You're both number one in my heart. Uh, no, no, Frank's amazing, and that's why the 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 whole ride was awesome because he was there. So like, I'm happy for the company. I'm just confused about the logistics. I feel like we did, we didn't plan it properly here. So that's my story. It's
2: it's very confusing to me. Yeah.
0: So everyone out there listening, I want you guys to tell me how you feel about this
2: logistical uh, snafu. I would sooner rent a car and drive from Boston to New Orleans than to drive back to New York to fly from New York. Yeah,
0: true, true. Just to stay away from having to go through the gauntlet of, of
2: uh, the Bronx or, and Queens. Or I would go to Newark. Like, just some other, like... Oh, yeah, you could have con- flown out of Newark. So many other things would have worked. Yeah. There's a bunch. There's, there's other airports in Massachusetts that would probably go to New Orleans. 100%. There's probably We probably drove past 10
0: good tier one and tier two airports on the <laughs> way to LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, I got one last thing for you. All right. So I'm watching Netflix a couple of weeks ago. I hit like you guys you hear me every episode we're out of good shows no doubt that Di- is the truth this writer strike is really hurting dinner for dessert we have no new content to tell you about because there is no good new content so i am scraping the bottom of the barrel right now on the interwebs trying to find stuff to entertain me so i go on netflix and there's a new show on there and it's called fair play i'm like that sounds stupid but um it, it was like number three or whatever on the, on the top trending list or whatever. So I was yeah. like, okay, so maybe it's decent enough if it's trending. Let me give it the good old fashioned, you know, 10 minutes. If it sucks, then I turned it off. I'm watching it, half paying attention because it's not good. And I'm looking down at my phone and all of a sudden I hear a reference that is very personal uh, to, to you, me and Eric and a lot of our listeners uh, and I wanted to share with you all what I heard. So okay if I play a little clip for you? Yeah, do it. All right, here goes.
1: So
2: Long Island.
1: Yeah, that's right. Limbo.
2: It's not an easy hole to crawl out
0: of. Who wants it easy? So I'm offended by that. Did I hear that right? Yeah, she said. Well, he goes so uh, Long Island, and she goes, yeah, that's right, Limbrook. And he goes, that's not an easy
2: hole to crawl out of. Like, what does that mean? Is Limbrook a, a hole to crawl out of? I, first off, Limbrook is such a small place. We're, we're both from Limbrook, right? All three of us actually, even Eric, who's not here for whatever weird reason.
0: He's we're, here in spirit, though. Yeah.
2: So we're all from Limbrook. Uh, it's not a big town like why you would call Lynbrook out and not like a million other places is is perplexing first off yeah i have to believe that whoever is
0: the writer on the show is either from Lynbrook or from like a rival town and just wanted to like stick it
2: to us yeah it had to be but then it's also like Lynbrook's not a bad place i know they make it sound like she grew up in the slums yeah like she didn't say the
0: bronx like yeah lynbrook like uh. Yeah, and he's like, so uh, Long Island.
2: It's like, wait, Long Island is like a nice place. <laughs> like, like like there's incredible competition to live in that town. Like you have to have a good amount of money to live there. I'm very offended.
0: But I hear this as I'm like staring down at my phone, scrolling through Instagram. I hear that. I'm like, ah, nah, that must have been, I must be hearing things. There's no way she said Limbrook. So I literally rewound it, put the closed captions on to make sh- 100% sure she says Lynbrook. Because she kind of says it weird. She says, like, Limbrook. Like, she sounds, sounds, sounds like Barbara Walters when she says it. Okay. But no, the closed caption even spells it right, Limbrook, perfectly. I'm like, damn, that kind of stings. It does, man. That's the second time a place that I'm from or, like, a school I attended was, was, um, was bashed on uh, TV. The other one was the TV show Billions. Yeah. So in the show Billions, the main character, like the the super successful billionaire hedge fund dude, um Bobby Axelrod, he is walking down the hallway and like these like two young dudes, like a, a young analyst and like an intern are walking past him and they say oh we got this idea for blah 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 this trade that we're gonna do and then Bobby Axelrod says like oh no no you gotta do blah 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 and he says some like, super smart stuff and then he walks away right and the, and the one young guy is like wow that dude's brilliant and the other guy goes yeah and he went to Hofstra <laughs> like to be like imagine that like this this super brilliant guy went to that stupid school and I'm like what wait a second, I went to Hofstra. What's wrong with that? That's another dig where it's like, but Hofstra's got a pretty good rep. Right? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, why does, like, entertainment, oh, and by the way, I didn't play the rest of the clip from that show Fair Play, but then he goes on to say, um, oh, so you went to, you worked at City, blah, 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 and, like, he says Citibank. I'm like, I worked at Citi Bank. Like is, like, is, like, Netflix messing with me? Like, <laughs> do they, are they trying to insult me as much as humanly possible? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. So uh, should we be offended? Should we call up Netflix and, and
2: say, uh, and sue, oh, we should sue them for slander. I think I'm less offended than I am like confused because it's, it's wrong. Like it's just wrong. Like it's not even like. You didn't say, yeah, like, like if they're like, oh, I, I heard you're from Wyandanch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of bad places. If you wanted to say that that was like a, a like a hellhole to crawl out of. Lundberg's not one of them. East New York. Yeah far Ockaway, uh, oh man if they if they said there's a million towns if they said hempstead if they said the surrounding area of austria i'd be like okay i get it uniondale yeah freeport no offense um the
0: neverland ranch um of michael jackson fame yeah anywhere but Lynbrook, i'm offended whatever so with that i think it's time for us to go to our next segment what do we got I think we're going to do the feedback loop. You excited? Oh, let's do it. Oh, crap. I can't say Eric hit it. <laughs> what do I do? I mean, you can say it. There's, there's going to be no one to hit this button. What if? Should I say me hit it? Yeah, say you hit it. All right. Uh, this next segment is the feedback loop. Wait, hold on. I got to do it over. I said loop. Loop. <laughs> this next segment is the feedback loop. I can't do it. Oh, my God. What's happening with loop? I don't know why. This next segment is the feedback loop. Pomp, hit it. Was <laughs> wow.
2: We're, we're professionals. So we only have a couple pieces of actual feedback for this episode. Uh, the first one's coming from Rich. He says the latest podcast, which was the one two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I would say three weeks ago. All right. So the latest podcast was just like you guys put a bunch of words in a can and then dump them out on the table, but in the best way possible. Isn't that every episode? I very much so. Yeah, because we really to pull the curtain back a little bit like we have a note that we work on and that we read off of very occasionally like it's not a script by any means. It's just a couple of notes. Most of the time, the first thirty minutes of the show is not in the notes; just totally winging it. But
0: I guess last episode we were extra all over the place. I don't yeah. remember. I don't ever remember what we talk about.
2: No, I blackout.
0: Yeah, same. That's why I recommended the same movie, Robots, like
2: four four episodes in oh, a yeah. row. <laughs> I, I did that to you one time. What was that movie with the uh, the movie with the drug guys in England, the gentleman? Was oh it, that movie's great yeah like i feel like me and you have both recommended that twice each we should recommend it again today no doubt
0: my recommendation for today is the gentleman starring matthew mcconaughey and a bunch of british dudes con farrell yeah Hugh grant's in it hugh grant great great performance by uh huey huey grant anyway okay so what other feedback
2: uh the other piece uh <laughs> this one comes from literally everyone and says we want more jones well they asked and they received yeah so now you're forced to hear me on this podcast a little little more which is not a bad thing
0: no it's a great thing your voice is so velvety smooth so is it though <laughs> in a world i practice this every day in the mirror like your voice sounds like a movie narrator voice actor mine sounds like joe pesci and goodfellas is that it's terrible
2: I don't know about that. Joe Pesci is like that. Accent is all over the place. I feel like you don't have an accent like that. Uh, wh- what do you mean? Why am I funny? Funny like how?
0: Like what, like am you I can, a clown? You can, can put, it amuse you.
2: You can put it on, but that's not your your go-to
0: voice. Maybe I'm like Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> when I get really excited, my voice gets really high. But anyway, everyone wanted
2: more Jones and. Today, they get more Jones. I love it. And next week, they're going to be like, less Jones. <laughs> less Jones, please. <laughs> the balance was good before. We just didn't realize it. <laughs> we do have like a unique chemistry, the three of us. Like it, it, It's not the same when it's not the three of us in the room. No. But hey, you know what?
0: Even uh, a two-thirds dinner for dessert is better than doing zero dinner for dessert.
2: Oh, no doubt. So. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that everyone enjoys this show so far um yeah so that's it for the written feedback we did however put out a couple of questions on instagram earlier in the day uh asking what everyone's favorite and least favorite halloween candies are yeah let's hear them did you got a bunch of responses we did we got a whole bunch um i'm not going to shout out everybody's name because we had a lot of entries but winner by a landslide was reese's peanut butter cups totally love that they are the best. That is the crown
0: jewel of of Halloween candy.
2: Which is unbelievable to me because Reese's has oversaturated the peanut butter cup market. What do you mean? Like have you walked into like a 7-Eleven recently or some other candy store and you look at the Reese's section? It's overwhelming. Like is they it? they have 50 different
0: candies. Yeah, like the peanut butter eggs for Halloween, for Easter.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. There's a fast yeah. break with that's kind of butterfingery but not. And then there's one that's like the big cups, and then the big cups are filled with garbage like like Reese's puffs or like other wet or pretzels or potato chips. They make one that's filled with potato chips. Did you know that? I did not know that, but yeah. I don't want to eat that immediately. It's gigantic. It's too much chocolate. It's wrong. It's not It's not bad. It's Don't get me wrong. It's I'm not I'm not pooping on it. It's not bad. It's just like you had the perfect thing. Why are you playing with it? I think the perfect Reese's peanut butter cup is the OG regular sized
0: ones. Now I know that the minis are very popular on Halloween and they're delicious. Pop it like it's one 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 pop, one bite. It's like uh, dessert sushi, but the texture, consistency, whatever it is about like the regular peanut butter cups is just like next level, like that middle like the soft middle you know what I'm talking about
2: yeah well with the mini one it's too much chocolate because it has to hold its form exactly right? when it's flatter there's it's more peanut butter it's better dispersion like that's that's the way to eat the peanut butter cup yeah the chocolate to peanut butter
0: ratio in the regular sized one is superior to the minis now the peanut butter eggs on easter are great because they have like the the entire thing is the consistency of the middle of the regular ones and it doesn't have like the the hard edge but there's something about the hard edge that makes you appreciate the soft middle so you take away the hard edge and then it's like just like too much good
2: yeah to me the egg is too much peanut butter yeah
0: it's too much of a good thing you know and then it,
2: the same thing with every other thing that they make that's like extra like they make like a fast break one they make a They make one that's like a hundred grand bar that has like pretzels and something else in it. I can't remember, but it's caramel might be. They have one that's, uh, I think that has like mint chocolate chip in the middle. No, it's gross, man. Why would you do that? I don't know. Or just name it something else. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Reese's. You could have named it anything.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Uh The other, uh, really popular ones were Snickers. Um, we had a couple votes for Milky Way, a couple votes for Twix. Uh, I will call out two people. Um, I'm going to call out three people here. Uh, Professor Charlie writes in, and he writes very specifically the mini 100 grand bar. That is very specific. That's very specific, and that's like almost obscure. I like that
0: though. That's a good call. The hundred grand bar is delicious, and I and I feel like we've given it some some airtime in DFD in years past. Because it really is an underrated uh, candy bar. I love that he calls out specifically the mini
2: ones. That's pretty great. There was a lot of love for mini uh, candy bars in this one. Like, people were, de- like, specifically said the fun size Milky Ways, which, I mean, that's good too, but I would prefer the whole candy bar, right? I understand the minis. The fun size ones are, are
0: like. A s- the fun-sized ones work for certain candies where, the, where the, the ratio of all the ingredients is consistent. Like, for example, the Snickers, whether you – actually, Snickers, full-size is great. The fun-sized ones, like the, the, the medium-small ones, are amazing. But if you go to the super super small Snickers ones, like oh, the yeah. ones that are
2: square? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's no no bueno. Yeah. It loses its some it loses something when it gets that small. But like the mini the the medium one, I think it's called fun size. I don't know. The fun size is is delicious. Milky Ways again. I, I just I'm shocked. That's my brother Tom by the way, I think, right? That t- sent in the mi- Milky Way one. Yeah. I'm surprised that he said Milky Way and not Snickers cuz I feel like Milky Way is like the It's like Snickers, but missing some good ingredients like peanuts. Like also, why would you go Milky Way and not Three Musketeers? Well, Three Musketeers is just nougat. It's nougat and chocolate, whereas the Milky Way has caramel too.
2: Yeah, but if you're going to miss the... Ah, Three Musketeers is good.
0: Three Musketeers is good. It's actually the least... Like they're all unhealthy, obviously, but the Three Musketeers
2: is like the least calories. A little fun fact for you all. I feel like it's like one of the least popular candies, but I I defy you to go have one and not enjoy it. I there's not a chocolate bar on the planet that I won't enjoy.
0: Just for the record. Like I'll any any chocolate is better than no chocolate in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. All right, help me out here.
2: Tell me the worst candies before you fall asleep over there. So the other the other two people that I want to call out here specifically are Eric's nephew, Nico and Lucy, who both say that candy corn is their favorite candy. Oh, yeah. Candy corn actually won second place in this, which is unbelievable because uh, worse candy by a landslide from everyone else who voted. And also, I got to say this. There were more votes for the worst candy than there were for the best candy. So <laughs> keep that up. guys. What does that say about society? <laughs> we like to hate things more than we like to love things. <laughs> Like it's hard to decide your favorite, but it's easy to to know, oh man, I hate candy corn, or I hate black licorice, or I hate any you of know, the, the the other ones that everyone hates.
0: The thing about candy corn, it's so polarizing. Like people either hate it like with a passion, like pineapple pizza, or they like it. Or they love it. And I happen to be one of the lovers. I think it's delicious. It's simple it's um it's almost elegant in its simplicity i don't even know what it is i couldn't tell you what flavor it is made of oil it just tastes like yeah sweet wax according
2: to lewis black all the candy corn that was ever made was made in 1910 (laughs) (laughs)
0: they they made one mega batch and we're still (laughs)
2: eating it (laughs) or maybe there was circus peanuts there was something that he hates i don't know no circus peanuts are bad yeah circus peanuts are terrible the other votes that we really had were Neko wafers. Well, wait, wait, wait. Now we're going the hated, right? Hated, yeah.
0: Okay, so just to just to play it back one more time though, candy corn came in second place for best candy, yeah, and came in first place for worst candy. Just think yeah. about that. That just shows how polarizing it is. Yeah, but and by a landslide, guys. Like, it had the most votes by like ten x. Uh
2: for worst candy, that's amazing. Anyway, all right. What else we got is worst candy. Uh, it runs a gamut of Neko wafers, circus peanuts, black licorice. Somebody wrote in razor blades. That's not even. Huh. That's not even a candy. That's we all know. Well, yeah. Um. Okay, here's the thing. Wait,
0: hold on. Black licorice is delicious, and it took me a long time to realize how delicious it was. I was the biggest black licorice hater ever. Like getting a black licorice jelly bean. Was like you played Russian roulette and you lost. Yeah. When I was a kid, now, like good, like the soft, like Australian style black licorice, where it's all like, like soft and wet. I don't know how to describe it. That sounds gross,
2: but it's amazing. Uh, it's, that's a flavor that I love, and it's like, how could you like root beer and not black licorice? It's the same flavor. Yeah. It's a- a- anise, anise. Yeah. Anise, and whatever. it's like there's like some root flavor in there too. Black licorice is good. Is it my favorite? No. It, I feel like the same way on candy corn like I do black licorice. Like, it's good. If it's around, I'll eat it. I would probably reach for something else first. Fair,
0: fair. Airheads was was in there, which I, I think is surprising. Like, Airheads, are to me, are, like, innocuous.
2: There's no – I have no feeling about them. They're just there. I feel like on a scale of 1 to 100, they're a 60.
0: Yeah, they're mid. They're they're as mid as it gets. They're the New York Jets of uh, of candy.
2: Somebody else put Snickers on the list. That's just
0: flat out wrong. That Like, there are certain things that are opinion and there's other things that are facts. And the fact is Snickers is definitely not even close to being a bad candy.
2: Like, you can't possibly put a Snickers bar next to a Necco wafer and be like, oh, yeah, the Necco wafer is better. Yeah. No you right. can't. It's Mm-mm. not possible. It's like Mm-mm. saying you would rather eat cotton. <laughs>
0: facts facts um we got a write-in from our um our co-host eric he said mounds are his least favorite
2: uh he shares that with our uh, fan lucy here she also dislikes mounds and i wonder if they dislike almond joy as well i think almond joys are fantastic they're like a little bit of vacation in every bite almond joy and mounds are two of my favorite candies they're not my absolute favorite, but they're really really up there. Like if they're if I walk up on like a well-stocked uh like snack machine anywhere I go and they have that, it's a coin flip on whether I'm getting that or not.
0: 100%. I, my my top 2 by far are Almond Joy's Reese's peanut butter cups and then everything after that is like a full, a, a steep drop off. Snickers are amazing, they're like the go-to. The only beef I have with Snickers is that they're so abundant that they are not uh, a novelty when I eat them, but they're amazing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like when you have an Almond Joy, it's like, it's it's not often.
2: Snickers just seem to be prevalent in life, you know? Well, it's a, it's got to be the most popular candy bar there is. Like it has to be. It right? has to be. You know what's... What didn't make any of the lists, and I'm surprised,
0: Payday Bars. I think they're fantastic, too. I forgot to put that. That's actually my number one. Payday, Amon Joy, uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, my top three.
2: Payday is also right up there. And like if uh, if I walk up to a well-stocked machine and put it in my buck, uh, it might be that. The problem I have with that is that it doesn't remind me of Halloween. It's not a Halloween candy. It's just a candy. Yeah. That's why it's not on this list, actually. Good call. Good call. It's not a Halloween candy. Do you know what my favorite Halloween candy is? Uh, the wax um, Dracula fangs. That's funny you say that. That is my least favorite. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Uh, like wax lips, anything, are gross. They're not food. Go kill yourself. That, that's, <laughs> that's not even close. Like eat like one step above is like, do you remember like the cola bottles that used to have like a little bit of stuff in them inside the wax and you would bite the wax top off and then like squeeze out the juice? Yep. Right. That's good. Imagine that being empty and then being like, oh, I'm going to go chew on this. Like, Ew, what are you doing? No. Like, Just eat carnauba wax. Like, it legitimately is just wax that they just add some f- sugar to, I guess. It's
0: gross. Yeah, eat lipstick, you jerk. It's ridiculous. <laughs> just take a bite of your Burt's
2: beeswax. It's probably more delicious, probably honey flavored. Which is actually wild because my favorite Halloween candy is probably also wax. It's Twizzler's. I love Twizzlers. Oh, Twizzlers are good. Especially like the small, like two pack Twizzler that you get that's like yay big. Yes. Because they are different than the ones that come in like the, the row of 10, you know? They seem fresher for some reason. Yeah. They're always
0: like softer and fresher. The, yeah. the, 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 the big pack, like if you get like a, those like mega packs of Twizzlers, like regular sized, they always seem extra hard.
2: Like they've been exposed to air for too long. I would love to know what the turnaround time is between manufacture of that particular pack of Twizzlers and when it arrives on your shelf. I would love to know how long Twizzlers would last in an apocalypse.
0: I think they would probably outlast every other candy.
2: Have you ever so you've been to like a brewery like um like a commercial one like like Anheuser-Busch or something?
0: Yes. I've been to <laughs> Heineken, Guinness, Sam Adams. Does Sam Adams
2: count? Yeah. I've been yeah, I've been to those three. How much better is the beer from those places than when you buy it on the store shelf?
0: Oh uh, light years better.
2: I would love to go to the Twizzler factory and get a fresh Twizzler. Like right out of the oven. Like could are they are they I don't know. Are they they baked? Are they deep fried? I have no idea. (laughs) How do you make a Twizzler? They're just rendered. (laughs) They're three D printed, I think. it's It's like that Play Doh thing where you're like press it through the mold yes oh my
0: god it's a play-doh machine that makes twizzlers and
2: whatever it works but whatever that is like i want that off hot off the presses you know
0: what are like the little mini twizzler bites that are not twizzler shaped they're not even they don't even have the twizzle (laughs) that's a word but you ever see them they're like nibbins or nubbins
2: oh yeah the nibs yeah yeah those are good too those are good They, they usually come in different flavors
0: yeah i like chocolate twizzers too chocolate twizzers are dope so good all right so we've we've reached some consensus um the only one that was incredibly polarizing was candy corn but i think everyone can agree that reese's peanut butter cups are or top tier snickers are also pretty high up there um I'm really stuck on the candy corn. I, I think we need to have like a candy corn party and everyone just eats candy corn and then reassesses their 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 feelings for it. Because I think a lot of people candy corn's like the nickelback of candy. It's like fun
2: to hate. Yeah, that there is some stigma.
0: It's got a stigma.
2: Like that and circus peanuts definitely have a stigma.
0: Like how come everyone says candy corn? Think about this, ready? We got so many candy corns for bad candy right but not one person said those like crappy pineapple sucking candies that like old people have in bowls in their oh, houses yeah, yeah like how come nobody said that like those
2: little strawberry wrapped candies right yeah. that like every grandma had that's what i meant yeah yeah i said what did i say pineapple pineapple yeah well, my, no, i meant made, strawberry no they made pineapple too yeah what all those
0: all those are bad and what about um i don't know dum-dums the worst lollipop oh the worst yeah my kid my son loves dum-dums like we he went we there was this like trick-or-treating thing on saturday at the at the elementary school it's they called it trunk or treat it's actually a cool idea all the uh all like parents volunteer and they decorate the trunk of their car to be like halloween themed like like a diorama kind of but their trunk and they fill it with halloween candy and then in the parking lot of the school you trick-or-treat but instead of going to houses you go to the trunk of people's cars i thought you were going to tell me something like they were trunking like michael vick yeah no 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 no. but in that my son is walking around trick-or-treating and i'm behind him and every time he goes up to 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 the to the bowl he keeps grabbing the worst candy it was like he just kept grabbing like dum-dums basically just dum-dums all he bought all he got was dum-dums and 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 uh Starburst. And I was like, okay, Starburst is okay. But, like, dude, like, you're leaving peanut butter cups, you're leaving Snickers, you're leaving Three Musketeers, you're leaving Milky Ways, and all you're getting is dum dums. They don't even have, like, a there's no. There's nothing fun in the middle. There's no Tootsie Roll in the middle, there's no gum
2: in the middle. It's just a lollipop. The only way that that's acceptable is that he just doesn't know that the other ones exist. No, he does. He just loves oh, dum dums. Oh, I don't know that's, why. That's wild, man. Like a, a Charms lollipop, like one of the big ones, or a Blow Pop, or a Tootsie Roll Pop are all superior a, to Dum Dum.
0: A blue Tootsie Roll Pop is top-notch, top-tier. And even the root beer-flavored Tootsie Roll pop's delicious. And even though it's kind of a, an odd pairing of root beer and chocolate. Yeah. But it works. The all-chocolate one is probably the best one. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. All right, so we had one other question we put up out there, um, and it was the best Halloween movie. You want to read some of the
2: uh, results? Yeah, again, I'm not going to name any names because we got a lot of entries here, and a lot of them are for the same couple of movies, but we had a bunch of votes for Halloween. How could you not? It's the name of the holiday. Halloween
0: is such a good movie. The original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, it's it's what happens with every movie franchise. Like, every sequel, they, like, have to try to one-up the one before so it keeps getting more and more over the top. Yeah. But the first Halloween is, like, tasteful.
2: It's simple, you know? Well, the, like, the killer makes sense. He's not, like, some, like, super-powered maniac. Yeah. He's just a weird guy with a mask. Yeah, it's her brother who,
0: like, went nutso and killed her other sister when he was, a, like, a I don't know, eight-year-old kid. Goes to a mental institution, breaks out as a grown up, and comes back to finish the job and kill his, his other sister. And uh, you know, takes on some uh, collateral damage along the way. Like great, simple, well acted, super creepy, great movie. Halloween. I'm
2: very glad that 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 came in as number one. Like Halloween was up there with a couple of other people too. Um, Eric, what did you think of it? Oh, crap. Hold on.
1: Oh, I loved it.
0: <laughs> it's like he's right
2: in the room with us.
0: I love it. Um, what other movies did we get?
2: We got a couple of votes for Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. Uh, we had a vote for Monster Squad. Nice. Which we, is You know how much we love that movie. Yeah, I mean, we gave that 10 thumbs up. Um, this one comes from Splank. <laughs> you <laughs> recommended the Ernest Scared Stupid Halloween Special. I respect that. That's a great movie. Yeah, it really. Is it the best Ernest movie, or is it the one where Ernest goes to jail? I think Ernest uh, Saves Christmas. Ernest Saves Christmas is the best one. Yeah, I love the one where he goes to jail, and then he like they put him in the electric chair, and then it shocks him, and then he can like shoot laser beams from his arms. <laughs> That's so good. Um, uh, we live in a world where those movies were made that would never happen again those are simpler times man simpler times who funded that uh steve and we all watched them steve funded it yeah and we all watched them so good uh another person (laughs) named rich sidorny (laughs) recommends haunted house with eddie murphy i don't know if he's joking or not is that real is that a real movie haunted Haunted house House? with eddie murphy yeah yeah it was like so it was a it was the movie version of the Disney ride, the Haunted Mansion. Is this a new? Did it come out recently? Uh, no, like 2010 maybe. Okay. I'll check it out. i never seen it. Uh, we had another. So somebody else had uh, recommended more like like hardcore horror movies. So they recommended The Conjuring, Insidious. Scream is still pretty playful. But the other two were like like legitimately scary movies both amazing by the way. And the, the Conjuring series which probably contains like 10 movies at this point. Like each one of them is better than the next. Yeah. If we're going to go down like
0: actual horror, like scary, um I am going to throw some in there for myself. Um The Ring. Oh, that movie that's tough to watch for me. That movie is freaking creepy as all hell. Like that's a movie that you watch and it like it lingers. You know, like the
2: creepy feeling lingers for like a day or two after. There was like that boom in the early 2000s of like all the Japanese horror movies that were remade into American movies. Yeah. Like The Grudge and Juwan. Like there was a, the Eye. There was a bunch that were like, oh man, these are next level and they're really scary. Yeah. What is with the Japanese in making super scary movies? Like even the original Japanese versions that were like dubbed in English, those are scary too. They're not. They're different than the American ones. Like the American ones, like, they put in more jump scares or like gimmicky things. Some of the Japanese stuff is just creepy. Yeah. I have to say, uh, they do a great job. I threw
0: in one also for myself, which was Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. And here's why. If you have ever watched the Friday the 13th movies, um, the first one is... It's good because it's you know it's it's the first of its kind it's but it's kind of it's kind of corny now if you watch it back. Um the the plot line is great though. Like this kid drowns at a summer camp while all the counselors who were supposed to be watching him are doing drugs and, and boning. So uh his mother goes on a killing spree killing everybody. Um and so people don't realize that Jason isn't the killer. After all these years, people think Jason's the killer, and all of them he's not. He doesn't. Even, he's not even in the first one, except for a jump scare at the, at the end credits. Yeah, but then they, they're like a couple of corny ones, and then it goes it's it bad for a while. But then at a
2: left field, well, you're, they, you're forgetting. The, so the second one actually introduces Jason. The third one doesn't have Jason in the movie at all. No, the third one he gets a hockey mask. Yeah, but it's not Jason. It's like a guy from the hospital that's like posing as him
0: no that's the fifth one. Oh, that's the fifth one yeah the first one is like the first one is the mom is the killer yeah. second one is jason but he's like
2: he's he, got like the potato sack on his head he doesn't have the, the hockey mask yet
0: Yeah, he doesn't have a hockey mask he has a potato sack on his head he's really skinny like he does he's not like this huge overpowering dude he's like he's he's kind of like a lanky like just normal sized human with a potato sack on his head and he's kind of dressed in like a farmer outfit for some reason. And then the third one is where he kills some dude who's got a hockey mask on and a harpoon gun. Cause he's trying to scare like one of the, one of the kids at the camp is like trying to scare one of the girls at the camp. And so he puts a hockey mask on to scare her. He gets murdered by Jason. Jason takes the harpoon and the hockey mask. And that's like where the like classic Jason is born. Not Jason born though. And then (laughs) (laughs) the fourth one is really good, but they, like, kill him in the fourth one. And so he's dead. And that's why the fifth one, they're, like, confused. Like, how is Jason out killing people? We know he's dead. And then the twist is that he is really dead, and there's just a copycat killer out there dressing up like Jason. And then the sixth one, in the beginning, they accidentally bring him back to life because one of the kids from the fourth one doesn't believe that he's really dead. So he digs up the grave to find dead Jason and he's stabbing him with a, with a pole to just make sure he's dead. And as he's stabbing him with the pole, the pole gets struck by lightning and Jason comes back to life.
2: That was the first Friday the 13th that I think I rented on VHS. And I remember getting it home and that whole beginning of the movie, like right where he gets hit by lightning and then he comes out of the grave. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that. It's I don't remember one. how I don't remember how old I was when I saw that, but I just, I was like shocked by it. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a very good one.
0: Anyway, so that's our uh, feedback loop. Are you ready for our next segment?
2: Uh, I just wanted to note that my favorite Halloween movie is the Garfield Halloween adventure. Oh, that's Nice. Which is fantastic if you haven't seen it. Garfield and Odie go on a little adventure. They go trick-or-treating. They find a, a pirate ship and an island with pirates. And instead of having treasure, they have candy. So they're going on a, a an ex- expedition for candy. Uh, it's it's wonderful. I, I would watch that any time of the year. That sounds lovely. I've never seen it. I'll check it out. Can I watch it with my kids? Yeah, they would probably look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. They'd be like, why is why are we not watching Minecraft? My, oh, yeah. <laughs> All my kids watches Minecraft
0: videos on YouTube. It's very sad. Awesome. All right. Well the next segment is uh recommendations. You excited? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to lead it in again. Okay. I'm nervous. You can do it. Alright, this next segment is recommendations. Me, hit it. I have three recommendations this week. Um, My first two are comedy specials on Netflix. Uh, I'm a huge fan of comedy. I know not everybody is a stand up comedy fan. So, this is for those who do like to watch stand up specials. The first is Jim Jeffries, High and Dry on Netflix. So good. Jim Jeffries is, he's got to be the raunchiest comedian out there. Like, he goes, he goes, he goes into uh, deep, uh, uncomfortably raunchy territory, but he always pulls it together in a smart, brilliant way. And he's Australian, which makes everything sound funnier. Definitely recommend that.
2: Have you ever watched Jim Jefferies? Uh, Jim Jeffries, I really have to think about it, but I think I've seen Jim Jeffries in person more than any other comedian I've ever seen. Wow, okay. Yeah, I've seen him like seven or eight times. Always good or... Every time. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I do have to say this. I've never seen him in a club working out material. It's always been like a theater show. So Where by the it, time it, yeah. by the time it's on that stage, it's polished, it's ready to go. It's a show, you know? So uh, I'm seeing the finished product usually.
0: Okay. Fair. Fair. Um, but when the finished product is, is great, then that's great. Oh, he's phenomenal. Every yeah. time. It, he's been great every single time. Uh, my next recommendation is, and I just watched this last night. And I was laughing so hard. I was downstairs in the living room watching this. I was laughing so hard that I was nervous. My wife was going to think I was like mentally ill from upstairs. (laughs) Just hearing me like I was doing like the kind of like knee slapping laugh where you're like, ah, like it was that funny. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, I was also a little drunk. So (laughs) it's possible that that's why. But the Pete Holmes special is called I am not for everyone. And Damn, it just hits hard. It's so good. And like the subjects, like the things he talks about are like so abstract, so such like unique material, but super relatable, which is hard to pull off. Like you're either like super relatable, but also cliche, or you're super abstract and not like it just doesn't resonate. He like found, like he like threaded the needle between like a little bit abstract, but like super, super relatable
2: and unique. And it was just awesome. Yeah. Pete Holmes is a really underrated comedian. He had a TV show for a a while that was really good. It was on IFC. Oh, I watched it. Uh, It was like a sketch comedy show. Yeah. I watched, he had a, like, I don't say sitcom, but he had
0: like a a regular series too, like a dramatic series that was really good. I forgot the name of it.
2: On the sketch show, he, the, my favorite thing was that he would have uh, job interviews for the characters from the video game Street Fighter <laughs> 2 because crazy. each one of those characters was like, these aren't these couldn't possibly be real people. Like he's like sitting there at a desk being like, so you're, your name is Blanca. You're from Brazil. You're a green monster and you <laughs> shoot electricity from your hands. <laughs> like what do you think would qualify you for this IT job? it's oh, amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah,
0: he's. You could tell he's just like an incredibly like intelligent person because like the things that come out of his head are are, are just brilliant. Um, and then my third one is a show called Upload on Prime Video. Now we've recommended this show before. However, season three just dropped, and it's about I think three episodes in so far, and it does not disappoint. There's no drop off in 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 any way going into season three, and that's. Hard to do for a show like this, um for those who don't know what uploads about, the premise is it's in a not too distant future where you can pay to be uploaded into virtual reality, basically into the metaverse after you die, and you know, based on your wealth and stuff like that, you could like pay for different packages and then the your living descendants and relatives can like send you stuff in the metaverse. They could like upgrade your room there. Like, so there's like a big, like consumerism, capitalism component to it. And it's definitely a little bit satirical in that way. So the premise is one of those things where you're like, okay, that's like a novel novelty type of uh, plot line that probably gets old after a while, but they somehow find a way to keep it fresh three seasons in. It's really interesting plot line. Super funny. Very likable characters. Um, Just great overall concept,
2: script, acting,
0: uh, everything. It's just a great, great show, and I highly recommend it.
2: I love the first two seasons of that show. I have yet to watch anything from the third season yet. I will. Uh, I haven't gotten around to it. My only complaint about this show, and it's the complaint that I have for a couple other shows right now, too, and it's not really their fault. The length of time it takes between seasons is ludicrous at this point. Yeah. Well, the writer's strikes going to make that even worse. The writer's strike, the pandemic, I get it, right? We all couldn't work. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Cause it's hard to like get back into it. It's like, it, yeah. it feels like an eternity ago. Yeah.
2: Like wh- what happened to like 13 episodes and then we're off for six months, you know, and then another 13 and then we're off for six months again. Like why is everything taking so long Well, the uh, the pandemic it's a big part of it, yeah, are I mean, still like the it's still like in backlog, you know, but I feel, I feel like they're like I'm not with this show, and I like I said, I haven't seen the season yet, so I couldn't say this for certain, but I feel like some of these shows like the characters are aging out of the the age group that they're supposed to be in, just yeah. from the length of time that it takes like that's fair, do you know what you
0: gotta do? you gotta watch the last episode of the season before as a primer
2: yeah you have to yeah because how can i remember a tv from seven years ago (laughs) yes it's it's fair it's It's an entire lifetime away that's that other show uh severance is on apple uh plus and i love that show too but it's taking forever for a second season you stop caring like that's what happens like when season two of severance comes out i'm not gonna care anymore i'm gonna really care unless it's terrible like, if, if it comes out and it's phenomenal and I got to wait another five years for, another, for a third season, I'm going to be like, you guys are killing me. Severance is a grind, though. There's a couple of
0: movies like that, uh, shows like that, that are a grind. Like, they're so good. Like, the payoff is worth it, but, like, it does feel like a chore to watch. Well, I feel like Breaking Bad was like that for a lot of people. Me, yeah, me included. Breaking Bad, the only reason I didn't realize it was a chore of a show. Is because me and my wife watched that like after it was like we started watching it when season five was was just coming out. Yeah. So we binged through seasons one through four so that we could catch up in time to start watching it in real time for, for the last season. So when you binge watch a grind show, it's a little bit easier for some reason. Oh, it's way easier. Like that's how I did Game of Thrones. Yeah, because if you try to watch it like you wait all week to watch a show and it's just like slow moving, you're like, I waited all week for this, you know? And then Breaking Bad was notorious for like being, you know, I don't know if it was an hour long show, but say it was an hour. It would be like 57 minutes of nothing and then three minutes of like holy crap.
2: Yeah, every time.
0: And everyone remembers the three minutes of holy crap, but I think everyone forgets the 57 minutes of nothing. I feel like that just summed up The Sopranos for me. Yes, except for seasons 1 and 2, which were awesome. But then but then it was like a steep fall off. After um big uh uh big cat gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it. Big wussy. Big wussy. <laughs> um all right, so how about you? Do you have any uh, recos for this week?
2: Yeah, I'm going to recommend uh Reptile. Reptile from Netflix. Tell me more brand new movie it's been number one for a couple of weeks now uh i think it ousted uh extraction two <laughs> off the top of the list uh it's this uh it's like a thriller movie it stores justin timberlake uh he's a uh like a realtor right and his girlfriend gets killed in one of the houses that he's selling and then benicio del toro is one of the detectives that has to investigate the murder uh, Benicio del Toro is married to Alicia Silverstone's character. Um, there's a couple other famous people in the movie, not overly so. Uh, it it's got like twists and turns, like it's you'll never guess what happens at the end. Like uh, they find out who the killer is, and there's like a whole thing that goes down at the end of the movie. Is the twist that they're living in
0: the same cinematic universe as the TV show Wings? <laughs> because that would be awesome. That would be a twist of all twists. Steven Weber shows up at the end. Hey guys!
2: <laughs>
0: oh god, oh, where's my
2: me. brother? I can't find him. I haven't seen him in fifteen years. <laughs> Are we still on NBC? Did we get uh, canceled?
0: <laughs> oh, the good old days.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a really good movie. It's uh, it's very psychological. It's not um it's not like i i I, going into this movie i thought it was going to be like somebody has like a mental problem and they're having like a breakdown that's not the case at all it's it's pretty straightforward sometimes that's better yeah it is better
0: um i love it okay so we got another um recommendation in from eric right i think he, he
2: he he mailed us in one uh yeah he did and i am going to play it back for you
1: Okay, so my recommendation this week is going to be the Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Um, this is the fourth in a line of shows written by, created by Mike Flanagan, and started with Haunting of Hill House. Then it went to Haunting of Bly Manor, then Midnight Mass. Now the Fall of the House of Usher. Um, technically, they're not sequel or prequel to each other, and you can watch them in any order. Um, I'd suggest watching them just the way they were released They had, they carry a lot of the same actors uh, Over to each series And what's nice is they're each contained Into like one uh, Seven or eight episode season So it's not like multiple seasons you have to wait for Story begins and finishes in one uh, This new this new one was great All the House of Usher was so good Carla Gugino is in uh, a bunch of the uh, Seasons And she's really good And uh, she's aged wonderfully since Son-in-law so that's my rec for this week. I hope you enjoy it.
2: All right, that came from some guy named Eric. I'm not sure who that was. Yeah, that was that the same Eric that hosts the show with us? I, it sounded like it, but not really. It sounded like he was trying to seduce us. It sounded like he was in the middle of a gunpoint robbery at a bank. He was like, yeah, listen,
0: guys, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you my recommendation, but I can only tell you at this voice because if the
2: robbers hear me, they're going to shoot my head off. He sent something else too. I'm going to play that really quickly. And I just want to see if it's the same tone of voice. Just just bear with me here.
1: I have some breaking news that I needed to share. Um, It was too big to not. Creed has announced a summer 2024 tour. And I freaking can't wait for it. It's called the Summer of 99 tour. And three doors down. And Daughtry will be on a bunch of dates. Tonic will be on some dates. I can't wait and I hope we're all going. I'm so friggin' jazzed.
0: Love it. Love is that, it is that real? I, I just I don't know if this is weird, but I feel like a little bit aroused right now. I feel like that's like um that's the voice that you use when you're like laying in bed with um a young lady after, you know, a lovely evening together and you're just like, you know, I had a really good time tonight.
2: You know what I'm saying? It's like and you live like in an apartment and the walls are really thin and you don't want to wake up your neighbor at 3 a.m. Yeah. 9, 3 yeah. <laughs> this, uh, is, the, this is real. That's real Eric. No, not, that no. is real Eric, but I'm saying- the, Oh, the, the tour. The, the tour, creed, tour is real. The Creed tour. The Creed tour. tour is real.
0: Summer of 99, huh? I'll go. You I'm know down. what?
2: I got to see what venue they're playing in New York. Do you,
0: do you want to take a guess? In, the, at, in New York, they're going to play either Jones Beach Theater or Westbury Theater or whatever that's called now paramount
2: i think they were a lot bigger than that i don't have the answer just yet they're not playing the garden are they no they're not playing the garden this actually you know what this is surprising they are not playing in new york i don't think what so where are they playing where are they, are they playing in like connecticut new jersey they're playing bridgeport connecticut at the hartford healthcare amphitheater which is like a it's a pretty big place but it's not like it's not an arena it's not the garden no it's not the garden and then they're doing another date in Homedale, New Jersey at PNC Bank Art Center. Okay. That's that's another big one. Right. That's a big place, but it's also like a weird setup where it's they have seating and then there's a lawn behind the seating that you can sit on. That is strange. I'll go. I'm down. I'm down for some three doors down. I would think about going to the PNC Bank Art Center. I would think about that. All right, let's do it. I'm very surprised that they're not playing Jones Beach because that's exactly the same size as these other places. Maybe they just didn't add it yet. Maybe
0: maybe they're still building out the tour.
2: Yeah, well, it's definitely, I mean, it's October and they're doing a summer tour, so. I'm looking at the list here. What else do they got? Yeah, it's all like amphitheater type shows, but nothing's like...
0: Is it crazy that like Creed is like is 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 building up uh love
2: again? I think it's kind of strange that uh Like that seems to me like they could play bigger places.
0: I mean, they haven't been like a thing for a really long time. Yeah, but and they they've been like the butt end of a joke of jokes for about a good fifteen years now. So they've been broken
2: up for such a long time that it really wouldn't matter what they do. Like, I feel like there's like the, like the rubber band effect where it's like, you know, you pull it so much and then it snaps. Like there's only that kind of demand for Creed because they've been away for so long.
0: Yeah. They've been around. They've been away for so long that he's not even Christian anymore.
2: (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. The audience can't see my face right now. I wish they could. (laughs) It's a look of absolute shock. All right. Well, this
0: has been a lovely episode, Jones. It has. Are we done? I feel like now I'm talking in uh, in Eric voice, (laughs) in pillow talk, Eric voice. I feel like we just only started. No, it's been uh, an hour and twenty minutes of uh, pure joy.
2: I'm, I'm shocked. I can't believe we actually got through this. We made it. We survived without Eric. And we and we didn't like have to stop or like be like. How would you? Yeah. How would you rate this episode? Um, out of ten. You know, I, you know, I skew low, right? Um, well, Out
0: of 10. Yeah. Four, three. 4.3. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree 4.3 and that's okay. Right. It also reminds us how uh, much we love Eric and how much uh, we need him in the show.
2: Well, it's that it's also, I'm never going to grade as higher than a seven. I don't. Uh, the show is pretty good but it's o- it's only so good <laughs> <laughs>
0: fair touche you know being honest with ourselves is important and anyway. I, I,
2: I know where we're at like there's joe rogan and then there's us <laughs> there's a whole lot of space in between those two yeah you know there's thousands of hours of entertainment and then we're somewhere like near the bottom ish yeah well i blame the writer strike <laughs> when there's new shows for us to talk about that'll be nice I mean, we should have sh- struck. Is that what it is? Struck. We... we struck for the last three weeks. Yeah. yeah. W- w- wait, we struck for the writer's strike? Yeah, you didn't know? Oh uh,
0: No, I had no idea. Why do you think we didn't do an episode last week? Are we scabs? We're, now we're scabs. We last week we were, we were good soldiers. Now we're scabs. <laughs> 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 well, Jones, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for being awesome. I appreciate you. Uh, to the audience out there, we appreciate you deeply. Um, you know check us out on Instagram hang out with us on the the gram Uh, write into us tell us what you want us to talk about give us show and movie recommendations we are we're scraping the bottom of the barrel right now so please yeah we're not even going to read them on the air we're just going to watch the shows yeah oh how are we going to do the sign off with that Eric because he usually goes bye so you have to say something this time All right. so we're going to do it I'm going to say thank you uh, blah 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 and then you're gonna go say something and then I'm gonna go peace okay, okay. you ready yeah I'm ready all right uh, that's it for the show thank you guys we appreciate you we outy 5000 oh stop it <laughs> I refuse to let that be the <laughs> way you sign off I refuse <laughs> all right I'm just doing it myself you're out you're out no I'm just kidding all right all right you're out one more time we appreciate you Thank you for everything. Thanks for all your uh, feedback. Really appreciate
2: everything. We definitely, me being me and Pomp, we very much appreciate you for listening. Uh, Until next time. You're not going to say
0: anything? (laughs) Why don't you say adios or something?
2: I don't know, dude. Say ciao. Adios. Ciao, muchachos. (laughs) Peace.